Today is Asara B'Teves, the 10th day of Teves, a fast day on the Jewish calendar. In the year 3336 from creation, or 425 before the Common Era, the armies of the Babylonian emperor Nebuchadnezzar laid siege to Jerusalem. We're therefore going to share a message from the Rebbe in connection with this day in Mashiach. When we look at the fast day of Asar Tevis, the 10th of Tevis, it is marked by a, a halachic stringency that is greater than that of all the other commemorative fasts. When any of those fasts fall on Shabbos, they are nitche, they are postponed to the next day. When it comes to the 10th day of Tevis, however, if it were to fall out on Shabbos, although with our calendar, the way it is set up, it cannot. But if it would fall out on Shabbos, according to certain authorities, we would be required to fast, even though this would prevent us from fulfilling the mitzvah of Oynik Shabbos delighting in the Sabbath. This unique status is based on the verse that says, on this very day, the king of Babylon laid siege to Jerusalem. So this verse establishes an equivalence between the tent of Tavis and Yom Kippur. What did it say about Yom Kippur? It says, and a person who does not afflict himself on this very day, it says the same expression, just as the fasting of Yom Kippur is observed even on Shabbos, the fasting of the tent of Tavis would be observed on Shabbos if necessary. Now, the tenth day of Tavis commemorates the beginning of Nebuchadnezzar's siege of Jerusalem, which was the first stage in the sequence of events which ultimately led to the destruction of the city. What followed which was the breaching of the city's walls during the month of Thomas, and then finally the destruction of the base of the Holy Temple on Tisha B'Av, the ninth of Av, could not have taken place had the city not been besieged. Now the first stage of any process contains the potential for all its subsequent stages. The tragic nature of the events commemorated by the other fast may exceed that of the tenth of Tevis, but since the siege of Jerusalem initiated the sequence of events, leading to the destruction of Jerusalem. Therefore, the 10th day of Tevis is marked by greater severity. Now, all events, even those which appear to be tragic, have holy roots. Seen from this perspective, a calamity like the siege of Jerusalem indicates that the intensive divine energy invested was intended to produce a positive result. However, because of a deficiency in their service of Hashem, the Jewish people failed to take advantage of this opportunity, and this brought about the, the ensuing tragedy. This concept may be alluded to in the, in the Hebrew words of the biblical verse cited above, Samach Melach Babel. They are alluded to in these words that the king of Babylon laid siege. The Hebrew verb Samach usually means support and has, it has a positive connotation. This may be understood as an indication that the siege of Jerusalem could have led to a positive outcome. Now the possibility for such a positive outcome may be seen from an earlier siege, siege of Jerusalem that laid by Sancheriv, who was the king of Assyria, which was even more severe than that of Nebuchadnezzar. Faced with impending disaster, King Chizkiyo uh, prayed to Hashem with sincere tshuva. And his prayer brought about a miraculous victory in which the danger was averted in one single night. Moreover, this victory had spiritual implications since Hashem wanted to make Chizkiyo Mashiach. So Hashem's intention in allowing Nebuchadnezzar's siege of Jerusalem to take place was to awaken the Jewish people spiritually. 
This would have created support for the city, strengthening against its foes and hastening the coming of the redemption. The positive intention at the heart of these national calamities is reflected in our commemoration of them. For the purpose of the commemorative fast is not fasting per se, but rather the repentance of the Jewish people. Ultimately, this positive intention will blossom forth in the era of the redemption, when, as the Rambam writes, all these commemorative fasts will be nullified, indeed they will be transformed into holidays and days of rejoicing and celebration. As a proof text, the Rambam cites the prophecy, Thus declares the Lord of hosts, the fast of the fourth month, the fast of the fifth month, the fast of the seventh month, the fast of the tenth month will be times of happiness and celebration and festivals for the house of Judah, love, truth, and peace. By including the, the um, concluding admonition, love, truth, and peace, the Rambam is pointing out the approach necessary to precipitate, to bring about the transformation of the fast in the days of celebration. The Chamim say, why was Jerusalem destroyed? Why do we go into exile? Because of unwarranted hatred, sinas chino. Displaying unrestrained love for our fellow man, spreading truth and peace will erase the reason for the gullus, and the gullus itself will come to an end. And this has a specially uh, uh, special connection to Asura Batavis, as you see. Now, what happened when they, as a result of the siege, everyone couldn't go, you know, move around. They had to stay stay put, and they're all joined together as one in, in one collective unity. Since, as we said earlier. The fast of Asar Batavis commemorates the beginning of the process of Jerusalem's destruction. Its impact is of broader scope than the impact of the other commemorative fast. Accordingly, the Chuva, which is commemoration, spurs, is particularly potent in hastening the Geula. This will initiate an era when Jerusalem will be settled like an open city because of the multitude of people and cattle it contains, and I will be a wall of fire around them. It is take place in the immediate future.